Welcome to Blanket Fort Books. This is Gabe, and we are going to have a discussion today. Yep, this is Whitney. And this is Rachel preparing for this discussion. <laughs> that was an interesting intro. Yes, it was. <laughs> Sounds like you're on the news. So what do we have in the news today for Blanket Fort Books, Whitney? So today is a very exciting episode. We are going to be discussing Will Ferrell movies. So we each watched a different Will Ferrell movie. It's a surprise to the others. And we're going to discuss what we thought of them. But question, Whitney, why Will Ferrell? Why not Will Ferrell? That's exactly it. We had zero reason behind picking Will Ferrell. <laughs> but first, before we get into our Will Ferrell experience, which is personally my favorite experience to be in, what are we into this week? Gabe, what are you into this week? So what I was into this week, um, I had seen A Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time. <gasps> I'd wow. never seen it. It was actually playing at the theater. You went to a theater? Yeah. Cool. With social distancing measures and everything. Like which theater? Just the one. Like on a classic one. Cool. No. Just like Cineplex. Theater. Oh, I pictured something more romantic. Never mind. No, I went with my mom. That's not what I meant. We both okay. hadn't seen it, but I was. Um, Who's in that? Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Freddy Krueger. I don't know Literally the actual actors, and I think that was Johnny Depp's first movie, though. Okay, that's what I was he thinking. He was an infant. Infant um, child. He was BB. Yeah, he was BB. There were also a lot of other BBs in that movie that I don't really know. By the way, BB is baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was just, it was pretty good. Like, it was, it was you know, kind of just cheesy, but it looked really good to see an 80s movie on the big screen. And also, I was even, like... The low budget special effects for the time were like really memorable and still disgusting and completely creative and horrifying, which um, led it to be very impressive. Um, Wes Craven, who directed it, moved on to make the Scream movies. So I can't Those wait my favorite. to see. I love Scream so much. What he got up to. There's apparently like six more Nightmare on Elm Street movies that are apparently not so good. Mm. The first one was good. Cool. That's awesome. All right, Whitney, what are you into this week? Okay, I am very excited to discuss what I watched, especially with Gabe. Okay. Gabe, do you remember when I texted you at like 3 a.m. and I was like, I just watched the most horrifying thing that it made me cry and not in a sad way. It was just so disturbing. Oh, yeah, you did say that. I was wondering if that might have been your Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> no. I watched Midsummer. Oh, you did? Well, I did. I, wait, I actually had suspected that, didn't yes. I? Yes. And it was horrifying. So it's um, by the same director as Hereditary, but it is like above and beyond in terms of like disturbing. Wait, how? I, what? I didn't expect that. I thought it could have just been around the same. Um, it's similar, but it's worse. I had a worse reaction to it, probably because I watched it by myself at like 2 a.m. And then I did not sleep until 7. I would have watched no. it on a sunny but day. It was so... Um, so it's about a cult in Sweden. And it stars Florence Pugh. And like, I am obsessed with her, I just have to say. Um, but 
it's all very like it's a very bright movie it all takes place in daylight it is like beautiful scenery and then the most gruesome disgusting things happen out of nowhere but like in daylight and it's so alarming it just like catches you off guard I spoiled the ending for Rachel I'm not gonna say anything but I spoiled the ending for her and it's a very just I forget what you said already okay well I'm not gonna repeat it but I have a very short memory but it's so bad like it was it was mother levels and I mother messed me up for a long time after I saw that movie all I know is that people there there are flowers in that movie and it's in broad daylight and everyone's crying and I don't know why it is so beautiful it is like probably the most beautiful movie I've ever seen and like the aesthetic and the flowers and the white robes and oh my god but it was so weird (laughs) I don't even know like I don't know what to expect from that movie you have to watch it was it Suspiria Mm, kind of not really not as pretentious in my opinion is I feel like you probably just can't share any details without spoiling the movie, can you? No, I can't really tell you any of the disturbing parts without spoiling everything. But I think you should watch it. There are no jump scares, so you'll be fine. But it's disturbing. That's all I have to say. Uh, And if anyone has seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Well, now I want to watch it. You definitely should. I won't watch it again. Are you sure? I don't think Rachel should watch Hereditary. (laughs) We watched Beetlejuice and Rachel was fine. <laughs> it was great. I loved Beetlejuice. We also watched The Exorcist last night at like 1 a.m. That was pretty chill. Yeah. Anyway, Rachel, what are you into? I have been super into, um, well, other podcasts because I'm just discovering this podcast world. Um, I've been listening to Sawbones, which was a recommendation from yourself. Yes. It is so good. I listen to like on average at least four episodes a day. And Gabe, I don't think you've. Have you listened to Sawbones ever? No, I don't know what it is. It is a marital tour of misguided medicine. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love that so much. So it's a husband and wife. The husband is not a doctor at all, but the wife is. And they just discuss different um, medical practices throughout history and how messed up they were. And then kind of compare it to what's going on today so it's the the husband is quite funny and (laughs) they make a great team (laughs) and they talked about the history of you know the lobotomy which I learned things I didn't want to know I've learned about the black plague in great detail apparently it came from fleas that were on rats yeah so that's how that happened and anyway yeah it's just really interesting it holds my attention and i love them (laughs) that sounds like a good listen yeah you should listen it is it is a really good podcast yeah and there's so many episodes coming into it this late in the game there's like 300 that i've yet to listen to oh my gosh i don't i'll have to take up like knitting or something so i can do something (laughs) yes can you knit me something oh i don't know i was just using that as an example i don't really want to knit you You have to knit me things Wait, did you just ask me to make cat sweaters? Yeah. Oh. Yes. No, that sounds too hard. I don't want to. Damn. Okay. So now is the big reveal of what movies we all watched. And I will go first. Yes, I'm so excited. uh, Me too. And I was also kind of worried that even though we confirmed by the date of release and by whether or not there was a sequel to these movies... 
I was still a little bit worried that we were gonna one of us at least we're gonna pick the same movies. <laughs> so, although my movie has two release dates, one in '04 and one in '05, <laughs> I chose Melinda Melinda. I don't know this one. Me neither. Neither did I. Uh, it was directed by Woody Allen. Did not know that till oh. after. <laughs> Hard pass on that one. But. I really like Woody Allen movies, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, yeah, I was pretty obsessed with Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Right. Not going to lie. So I loved this movie. It was actually really good. Um, Will Ferrell um, was in it, which is, of course, why I chose it. Steve Carell also. Ooh. Yeah. A great pairing. And they actually both did not have a very big role. Really? But they were in it. Okay. <laughs> they were in it continuously, but they were not the main attractions. Also, Amanda Peet, Chloe Savigny. Do I, do you know? Oh, yeah, I know her. Yeah. I, I don't know how to say her last name either. I'm going to go with that. Wallace Shawn, um, somebody else who was, I can't, she, Shiovatel Ajofor? I don't know. Hmm. I'm sorry if you're listening to this podcast and I butchered your name. Um, But yeah, one of my favorite names that I found, uh, Rada Mitchell, who was the main character, who who was Melinda. Her full name is Rada, Rani, Amber, Indigo, and Nanda Mitchell. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She's great. Anyway, that had nothing to do with the movie. She just has a really long name. That's a really great name. So the premise of this whole movie is that it starts out with... um, four writers i think two of which are debating which is better tragedy or comedy and so to have this debate they start telling a story but it's the same story one interprets it as a comedy that's the will ferrell side of things and one interprets it as a tragedy but it's the same premise for both stories because it's the same people it's kind of confusing because one minute they're in like one story and it's certain people. And then it flips over to the, like the tragedy part and the same Melinda, because it's Melinda, Melinda. There's two Melindas, sad and funny Melinda. She looks a little bit different. And then everybody else who's like around her in the story looks like similar enough to the other actresses and actors, but they're not. And I got really confused. Whoa. Anyway, that was just me not being able to follow a plot for a while. But it was actually really good. It sounds interesting, actually. It was. I do recommend this movie. It was, uh, it had good music in it. I did like the music. Um, and a lot of familiar faces, people that I would, might not necessarily know their names, but uh, well, I know their faces enough to be like, Hey, it's that guy. <laughs> so yeah. I love when that happens. <laughs> anyway, it was pretty good. Yeah. I do yeah, recommend. That sounds really good. That's a very interesting choice. It's not one of his more well-known ones. Well, I've seen all his well-known ones because I love Will Ferrell. Yeah. I mean, I picked Elf, so. I'm just kidding. But <gasps> I, love Elf. I really just wanted to lie and say, oh, I've never watched Blades of Glory. <laughs> Sailing across the sky high on a blaze of glory. Setting fire to the eyes. I wanna. Okay, I've watched it a lot. So <laughs> love that movie too. But yeah, Melinda Melinda, either released in 04 or 05. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was released on like. December 31st <laughs> at 11.59. And you were like, what are we going? Well, I think it's in different countries. Like, um, one article I read, it was like, it was released in the U.S. in 04. And then another one was like, no, it was released in the U.S. in 05. It was released in this Nobody other weird knows. country in a different Maybe year. Maybe it's a Mandela effect. Maybe. Anyway, so that's mine. There wasn't really a lot of plot to review, and I don't want to go into, into too much detail, because I will spoil it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that sounds very good, and I will have to check that out. I recommend. I would even watch it again because now that I know Ooh. the premise, I can follow it a little better the second time. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Gabe? What did you watch? Okay, so the movie that I chose, that I like, I only disclosed to you, came out in an odd number before two thousand nine, and it has a sequel. And the answer to that is I watched Zoolander, and. Oh. Um, Ben Stiller actually is the main character in Zoolander and the movie was also directed by Ben Stiller. I don't like Ben Stiller. You don't? No, me neither. He's, he's okay. I don't mind him. Um, in this movie, if you don't like Ben Stiller, then you'd certainly get a pretty overwhelming dosage of him. Um, Will Ferrell plays the main antagonist in this movie. Um, If you don't know what Zoolander is about, basically Derek Zoolander is the stupidest male model of all time and it's very it's a very blades of glory-esque film it's very much like an early 2000s cartoony comedy that i feel like had i seen it closer to when it came out like at any time even if i was just like way too young to watch it i would have had some sort of nostalgic attachment to it which i'm sure a lot of people did um it was almost like i think i really feel like i would have thought this was amazing when i was like 13 <laughs> does it have anything to do with the zoo no that's just his last name it's misleading i've never seen it i don't know anything about it doesn't oh. he wear a lot of zebra print um or like something I, glittery no i i well maybe like i all i remember is that at one point uh he gives himself a wedgie and he's wearing like tiger print underwear <laughs> oh maybe that's what i'm thinking um, of i don't know why because, i know that so so but here's the thing so basically he's this he's a really stupid male model but he's very successful so will ferrell plays i forget what his name is but he's the main antagonist in this movie and it opens with a secret like meeting in like a warehouse that's supposed to be like ooh scary like mafia meeting but what it really is is it's like all the biggest fashion designers in the industry and they're all conspiring because a new prime minister of Malaysia had just been elected and he has advocated for um, the workers who make all of their clothing to get paid higher wages. So in this warehouse of all the biggest fashion designers, they're all like, we can't, we can't stand for this. How are we going to get all our cheap labor now? <laughs> and that's like the first thing you see. So basically, um, uh, Will Ferrell's character is tasked with finding um, an impressionable idiot who will be get who will get close to the new Malaysian prime minister to assassinate him. So Whoa. Will Ferrell comes across Derek Zoolander um, at an award show where um, he's basically facing off with his rival Haz- uh, Hansel, who is played by Owen Wilson. Oh my god! <laughs> his rival male model is Owen Wilson. Night at the museum. They're basically both up for this uh, male model award of the year, and um, Hansel wins, but Zoolander still goes up on stage and makes a <laughs> fool of himself. So that convinces Will Ferrell that this is the impressionable idiot they need to assassinate the Prime Minister of Malaysia. So using his trusted companion, who is like a Russian model, but also assassin, played by Mila Jovovich from the Resident (laughs) Evil movies, with a hilarious Russian accent and hilarious facial expressions, um, basically, um, they 
brainwash him or at least try to um to to assassinate the prime minister of malaysia when he comes over to the united states to see them all at a fashion show and along the way there's just there's so many comedic sequences that I really wish I personally wish that they were even funnier than they actually ended up being. I think if I was 13, it would have been enough for me. But nowadays it was kind of like. It was just kind of like, ha 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 ha. That's, that's really silly. It was like a lot of what the movie was. It was just really <laughs> That was silly. so silly. Oh, yeah. And it, it was and there was like cameos from everybody in this movie, like. I, lo- I, I love that. They yeah. deliberately made, like, the first five minutes of the movie, um, Donald Trump and Melania Trump are, like, being interviewed at a red carpet event, like a fake red carpet event, um, being like, they're like, oh, we're so excited to see Zoolander and everything, and they and interview a bunch of other celebrities, like Lil' Kim and Gwen <laughs> Stefani sits next to Owen Wilson in the audience yes. at the award show. Um and I love that. It's it's just it's it's really funny to watch even just for the cameos because like this movie's from 2001 so seeing all of these young celebrities back then cuz these would have been like the huge names of 2001 like equally mind-blowing today at least for me. Um I I definitely enjoyed the film. There was uh you know a few problematic jokes that date the film tragically. Um and I had heard that the second movie is absolutely terrible. Oh, no. Like, oh, because no. of that? No. Oh. Well, maybe. I just, I don't really know too much about it, but people were hyped because it was, like, you know, almost 20 years in the making of the sequel, and it was just, like, not... When did it come out, the tw- sequel? Like, 2019. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was like, supposed to be a big deal, and people, I think, were just disappointed. But um, Will Ferrell's performance, though, I think I picked one of the best films to see a good will ferrell performance I though i just love will ferrell he was so good he was so funny he has like a ridiculous like white like hairstyle that mm-hmm. he's got like i don't know what you call him but basically like horns of hair that kind of go up like he looks kind of like oh. a renaissance painting i love that <laughs> um and he has a really like loud annoying abrasive voice he kind of sounds like lumpy space princess the whole time and he just- shouts at everybody and it's so I think he's like made the movie like even better than it was just because he was that character. Can we just take a quick break right now and go watch it? So you want to watch Zoolander right now? It's not that long. It's only like an hour 25. Okay, we'll be right back. I'm just kidding. Yeah, but you, you can, I still have it though. I got, I, I have the movie. I have it. You have it? Yeah, I Physically? Do. I just have it. He just has the movie. I do. Oh, oh, I, okay. Di- I didn't disclose whether or not I was able to find it on streaming services, but I have the film. Oh, you have it. Yeah. You have it. I only had mine for 48 hours. Oh, okay. I have mine. Oh, you do? I have it. Like, ha- have you had it, though? Like, I got it, and now I have it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. I'm unaware You're dedicated. of this. I'm unaware of what we're talking well, about. Well... I don't think I have much else to say about Zoolander now, but I would I would give it a recommend if you are into that sort of thing. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I'm interested. I honestly had no idea what it was about. It sounds really a good, really though. hilarious parody of fashion, I guess. But Ben Stiller as Zoolander is like mildly irritating. I mean, I was sold. <laughs> Like, if I wasn't already sold by Will Ferrell, I'm definitely sold by Owen Wilson. Oh, yeah, he's like the other main character of the movie, so. Okay, Whitney, between Zoolander and Melinda Melinda, what are you going to watch first? Probably Zoolander. 
cheese. I'm sorry, Melinda Melinda didn't sound that interesting to me. It is really good. I just didn't want to give anything away. It sounded really okay. interesting to me. Thanks, No, Gabe. it does sound interesting, but like, I don't know. I'll watch it. Sure you will. I will. You, you'll have it, right? I'll get it, and then I'll have it. Okay. And I still don't know what that <laughs> means. Oh, you do. You know what we mean. There's a lot of winking. Okay. So, Whitney, is it time? It's time. It's time. It's time to, it's time to get, get yourself a tan. Go, oh, man. So grab the lotion and start the motion. It's time to get a tan. I forget the end. What is that? Zoe 101. R E J E C T E D rejected. Sorry. This is embarrassing. I'm sorry. It was just my entire life for a very long period of time. Me too. Whitney, what did you watch? Okay. So the movie I watched was very difficult to find, and it's probably the weirdest movie I could have chosen. So I watched A Deadly Adoption. Do either of you know what this is? No, no that's not what... I, I had a <laughs> prediction, and that's not the one. You did have a prediction? So Gabe guessed that I watched Semi-Pro because it co-stars Woody Harrelson. Who it was, was Face like, Off. You said Semi-Pro. No, it was Face Off. Those are two different Will Ferrell movies, if I'm not mistaken. You sent me Semi-Pro. Because I didn't know what semi-pro was, and I looked it up. But I, I didn't send. I didn't actually send you a link. I just said the name of the movie. Yeah, and, and you, you said, said the name of semi-pro. Semi-pro. I said face off. I oh, promise. I will get the receipts and I will post them what? on Twitter. Get the receipts right now. Okay. Get the receipts. We are taking a break so I can get the receipts. Control F face off. What do I do if I'm wrong? What do I owe you? Ellis also accept verbal shaming. In researching, I think I accidentally confirmed which one you're definitely picking, but I'm not going to say it, and I'm not going to pick it. And then I said, OMG, why do you say that? Tell me what you think it is. I won't confirm or deny. And you said, but if you didn't pick it, you're going to want to change. And I said, no, <laughs> I'm firm in my choice. And then he said, semi-pro, because it co-stars Woody Harrelson. And then I sent a surprise face. So what's the movie? Wait, face off I swear there's a Will Ferrell movie called Face Off, but there's also another movie called Face Off with John Travolta and Nicolas Cage, and that's a very different movie. Which I'm going to search Face Off and see if you've ever sent it to me. If semi-pro is Woody Harrelson and Will Ferrell, like, I near, clearly am just my memory is broken. Yeah, semi-pro came out in 2008 and has Will Ferrell, Maura Tierney, Andre 3000, Woody Harrelson, Will Arnett... Wow. Well, I would have, like, I was so sure that my life depended on that, so I'm surprised, but I will pay you $5, and I deserve to be shamed. Thank you. I'm right. Gabe's wrong. That's what we got from this. Anyway. <laughs> well, I'm still surprised you didn't pick it. Yeah, because I didn't know when I first picked my movie, and after I picked my movie, I was pretty confident in my decision. So Okay. I firm in your decision. Yes. You were firm in your decision. firm. <laughs> What'd you pick with? Wait. So I picked a deadly adoption. Right, 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 right. This is a lifetime movie. <laughs> oh, that would starring, be hard. Starring Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig. <laughs> and it is not a comedy. Like, no, how is that not a comedy? It is, I swear to God, it is a serious ass lifetime movie with the most ridiculous plot. And the, some of the worst acting I've ever Wait, seen. Wait, when did this come out, did you 2015. say? 2015. <laughs> it was definitely a pair. Like, I, I, it's not real. This couldn't have been a real work that these this two This doesn't produced, sound real. But this, it was real. So. Is it a prank? 
it it exists. I have it. <laughs> um, so the plot of this movie: Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig are married, um, and they have a daughter named Sully. Yeah. And <laughs> Kristen Wiig is pregnant with their second child, and she is. They're having a party. I think it was Sully's birthday party, and she's standing on a dock, and Will Ferrell yells out, and it's like, wait, that dock is unsafe. Get off of it. And she's like, oh, I'll be fine. And then she falls off the dock and loses the baby, which is very sad. Whoa. After that, Will Ferrell turns into a completely different person, and he refuses to go on a boat because it reminds (laughs) him of his lost baby. It was a dock. I know. It has nothing to do with it, but he's like, we can't go in the water. And he's also like obsessive over um, Sully. She has diabetes and he's constantly like, don't even look at sugar. And it's wild. Anyway, so they are looking to adopt. So they find a pregnant woman whose name is Bridget. And they're like, yo, we want your baby that's in your stomach. And she's like, okay, I don't have a home. And they're like, oh, move into our home. We have the space. So she moves in, everything seems fine and dandy, she seems very nice, and then there is a scene where it slow motion zooms in on her. She picks up a magazine that has Will and Kristen on it, I don't remember their character names, and he's like a, he's an author, so they're on a magazine, and she looks at it, and then in slow motion, she rips off Kristen Wiig's face, (gasps) and it drops to the ground, it fades to black, which I assume would be a commercial on daytime TV. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm picturing this. You're like, what the hell? Also, the girl who plays Bridget is Jessica Lowndes from 90210, which is one of my favorite teen shows, so I was so sold. Um, so, obviously something sketchy is going on. Um, I am going to go into spoilers because it's a Lifetime movie. Yeah. It's fine. Also, okay. like I need to go into spoilers because you need to know how ridiculous this got. Um, so, she's doing all these weird things. She's getting really close to Sully. She's getting close to everyone um so Kristen Wiig her character owns an organic food stand (laughs) which of course because it's a lifetime movie yeah and she runs it with her her gay bff who also somehow is like a private investigator he's (laughs) not but he acts like it (laughs) and he's like he'll like go to a coffee shop and he's like I just saw Bridget get out of this like weird truck and she like argued with this man and like I don't know what's up and is like full detective, like sees everything. And so Will Ferrell is an author. He is an author of financial help books. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so he's staying at home with Bridget. And there's like weird sexual tension. There's this scene where Bridget like goes into his office and is wearing like next to nothing. And is like, do you have any sunscreen? And he's like, sunscreen? And she's like, sunscreen (laughs) no way just like that yeah and they go into a pantry to find the sunscreen which they're like in a small closet Mm. and she sees both of them yeah just in there yeah and they're like where could the sunscreen be and they keep saying it like that and then she sees it and she hides it so they're still looking for it and she like pushes it behind something and she's like i don't know where the sunscreen is And there's too many moments where Are they just... 13? <laughs> like, maybe. Is this a Will Ferrell Saturday Night Live episode when he was in, <laughs> as part of the cast? Because that's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, but it's, like, dead serious. Like, there's no jokes. Like, it's so funny. Maybe it's, so it's like, supposed to come across as, like, 
Well, like a joke. It, <laughs> the whole movie. It what if you added a laugh track? Would everything be different? Probably, yeah. Wait, <laughs> do movies have laugh tracks? No, I but don't, like I don't think I that don't happens. Think so. But if you did, yeah. So anyway, you find out that this girl is not who she says she is. Her name is actually Joni, and she knows Will Ferrell's character because she went on one of his book tours, and it shows a glimpse of this book tour, and it is literally a rock concert. I don't understand. He he writes financial help books. And he's like a rock star. He has groupies. He's being swarmed by people. <laughs> and this girl with her dyed hair and like her punk rock outfit approaches him. And then they sleep together. For some reason, he does not remember her face when she comes up and says she's Bridget. Anyway. Because he's a dude. Yeah. Guess so. So they find out that she's not who she says she is. She's Joni. So when they find out, it's already too late because her plan is to steal Sully and then she wants to, like, get ransom money from... I think his name's Robert. I'll stop calling him Will Ferrell, mm-hmm. but Will Ferrell. Um, and also wants to be with him, so she's, like, manipulating everything. And then there's scene where she, like, confronts Kristen Wiig and she's like, I hate you. I've hated you from the moment I met you. You and your stupid organic food stand. <laughs> no, not the food stand. <laughs> So then Kristen Wiig's character thinks that they ran off together, but they're not. Meanwhile, she's just like with her weird boyfriend and Sully, who's like dying because she's diabetic and doesn't have insulin. And then Robert tries to like save her and she shoots him. She shoots him in the arm and then shoots him in the chest. With insulin? No, with a gun. Oh, 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 oh. A gun. (laughs) I was envisioning something different. And she's like, oh, he's dead. I've, what have I done? I've killed him. She goes, she tells Sully that her parents are dead. All that she genuinely thinks she's dead. He's dead. So do we, because he just got shot twice and he's on the ground. Then suddenly we go back to him and all of a sudden he's not bleeding anymore. And he gets up like he just got medical attention and he wasn't shot and he's completely fine. And then he, he, uh. Um, conquers his fear and he gets on a boat and he goes <laughs> to find Sully. <laughs> and it's so funny. And the whole time, Bridget is just like, I'm your new mom now. Like, you have to listen to me. Like, this child is not going to be upset. She's just like, I'm your mom. Like, listen. Like, your parents are dead. You're supposed to not care. Wow. And a really fun fact about this movie. It had a 10 cent budget. What? I'm just kidding. (laughs) But it looks like it has a 10 cent budget. (laughs) And no one knows how to hold a gun. How did they pay these actors to be in this movie? I don't know. Maybe. I I have a feeling it must have. They must have all been in agreement that it'd be a really funny idea if they did this just to get off their bucket list. There was like an interview where Will Ferrell said it's like his favorite movie that he's ever done. I feel like somebody lost a bet and then that movie happened Something, because well, of it. I'm sure they had a lot of fun filming it. Yeah. Though. If this movie had different actors, it would be a cheesy Lifetime movie. But because it was Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig the whole time, you're like, hmm, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Were their performances at least good? Like, it was like a Lifetime movie. Like, not really. But it's like as good as you can make that kind of script. You know what I mean? Like, the script is definitely, like, 
so so they knew Sunscreen. what they were doing though they, yeah absolutely they did not <laughs> think that it was gonna like win them an oscar <laughs> oh my gosh like, in between takes but it was so blooper funny. real oh if there's bloopers I want them. Did you yeah. say that I want you to have them. purchased this film physically? No. Wait, so how did you obtain it? I own it. Oh, like, like I have it. Like, did you... Ha- Wait, so you have it the same way that I have mine? Yeah. I thought you said you couldn't find it. He found it. I couldn't. Oh, okay. I thought... I no, thought you like- literally meant that, like, you went... You had to, like, hunt that down and, like get a copy into your home from Amazon. No, like I, the way you suggested that I, I get it, I couldn't find it in those locations that you suggested. I had to find it from somewhere a little sketchy, but now I have it. I got mine from YouTube. I, I have I feel it. Like Zoolander was probably on YouTube. This one was not. And this one, I don't think I that tried. movie should be anywhere. By the <laughs> sounds of it, I really want to see it. I tried to watch it on the Lifetime website. I looked at every streaming service. I tried to buy a DVD, which doesn't exist, but I got it somehow. You <laughs> should have just tweeted to Will Ferrell and been like, "I need a copy. Please, I need to see this. Like, it should be out there more. Like, more people need to watch this." I movie. feel like a, if it was marketed, people would have loved it, like been on top of that with that it cast. Was so only if funny. it was funny though like really funny like i think i made the best decision in movie picking but i also think that there are so many will ferrell movies that we need to do this exact same concept again yeah like there's it's so true. many well, i haven't seen yeah. i want to watch semi-pro because woody harrelson is my favorite sister loves that movie never seen it either i will one day <laughs> gabe do you remember that um will ferrell used to do those shorts and i forget for what um online presence but it was him and the landlord <laughs> but i think his landlord was his actual daughter like infant child <laughs> like two years old so he used to be like pearl pearl i just need another another few weeks and i'll get you the rent and she's like i want my money he's like i know <laughs> i know but i'm gonna need like a, a little more time is there, you just can you give me a little more time she says well can i have four beer <laughs> no you cannot have beer you're an alcoholic you have a problem yeah i do remember this that sounds so familiar that's, uh, it's funny that Pearl the like landlord. A, a very covid thing to do but it was not covid that's from like legitimately 10 years ago and it was so funny they should have made more they should have maybe his, if it was his daughter they should do the same thing but now <laughs> yeah. yeah will ferrell should have made homemade short films during yeah. quarantine what the heck does he have a tiktok Potentially. I mean, what's TikTok? I'm not five. Just kidding. I Does have TikTok. Does he have social media? I feel like I should have checked this out. We're all like, let's just go look on her phones and see if he has an online presence. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that concludes our Will Ferrell segment. Mm-hmm. I love Will Ferrell. Yeah. Me the, too. This, this was a good appreciation of his talent. Other movies I like, again, Blades of Glory. Again, Step Brothers. Step Brothers made me cry. Catalina Wine Mixer! (laughs) I love Step Brothers. I'd like to rewatch it when I'm not like an emotional 12 year old. I don't know. I cried at Bridesmaids when I watch Bridesmaids. Elf is really, really good. Elf is so good. Elf is like so good. Like I can't. 
I want to fight anyone who says that Elf is overrated because it's not. It's the epitome of Christmas. You're not wrong. I'm mad. I, I remember <laughs> like every December in high school, every single class would we. There would always be some class where we watched Elf, but we always only watched the first 45 minutes. Yeah, because then you went to your yeah. next class yeah. and watched the first 45 minutes again. Yeah, yeah. and you would never, they would never do a part two. And I'm like, literally, what was the point? Like, that happened so many times. Oh my gosh, yeah. They'd always just like, we're going to watch a movie in class today. And it's like, all right, but we're going to like just get to the climax and we're going to have to leave. Yeah. yeah, and then the next time it's like, okay, back to normal. Christmas is over. Yeah, actually, every time in in elementary school, we used to watch The Sound of Music when we were, like, kind of getting towards the end of the year. And it's a long movie. It's, like, three hours. Yeah, so it took, like, a freaking week to finish, but we only had music, like, twice a week. Oh. So it was hard to get that movie in, and none of us ever really grasped the whole Nazi part of it. It's a really great, great way to, like, fill class time, though. I mean, it was music. I feel like that teacher must have been like, this is a great idea. I yeah. can just sit here and chill. The hills are alive with the sound of music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I took away from that entire thing. You get a lot of singing in this episode. <laughs> I love it. Give me cues. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Uh-oh. So. It's happening. For the final segment of this episode, my favorite part, I'm going to say that every time Mm -hmm. because it's fun. You get nervous every time. Now, I'm going to ask Rachel and Gabe a question that they don't know about. I'd never know how to word that. Listening back to the episodes, I'm like, I did not speak English when I said that. A question that Rachel and Gabe have not been made privy. Oh, I didn't know Shakespeare was in the room. (laughs) Neither did I, but here he is. Okay, um, I have two to pick. For, I'm going to pick this one. Okay, this one's kind of relevant. I'm going to make it more relevant. All right. Will Ferrell approaches you. <gasps> Already happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Will Ferrell, hey. Hey, I like you. You look like you have a good vision for television. I do. So, I want to be in a half-hour sitcom. Okay. But I don't like any of them out here. So, you're going to make a sitcom right now. Okay. Pitch it to me. Whatever it is, I'm going to star in it. What is it going to be? All right. So we're in my office at work and I work at a call center. I've seen this. It's the office. Oh, God. I'm okay. Um, you're right. No, I, I was already I in the office. I didn't like where that was going. You were in the office, Will Ferrell. I was. Oh. I met John Krasinski and he's hot. Is that the only reason you went on the office, yes. Will Ferrell? Okay. Actually, I feel like if I'm just going to come up, Gabe, do you just want to like collab on this answer? No, no, no. He does this okay, 10 thinking. years apart. He comes to oh. you, he goes to you in 2020. He goes to Gabe in 2030. But he didn't like he my answer. You. No, he loved your answer, and he just wants to feel that rush again. He, he wants back to, to feel me. young again. No, but you're dead. Gone. I you're died. not dead. I died. You've just moved on to bigger and better things. Now you're producing. There's movies. nothing bigger and better than Will Ferrell. Oh, but there is. You just haven't met it yet. So I now disagree. Will Ferrell comes to you, and okay. he's like, "I need someone to make a TV show," and you're like, "Go to my friend Gabe, because Gabe's homeless and he needs a job." <laughs> But he's really funny. He's really good at this. <laughs> okay, I um, um, this is really hard, Whitney. Are you gonna answer this too? No, he didn't come to me. <laughs> um, no, I like uh, where you're going with your call center. No, I mean that was it. That was the whole idea. Oh, well, that's fun. Okay, so we're in a call center, and oh, he's a team manager. He's the manager 
of a call center. Do you see this working? I see it working. Yeah. He, uh, yep. And he, um, I feel like any, like this could be so good for any like role. Like I want him to be like the owner of a hair salon and I would watch that. Uh, That's yeah, my I answer. But owner I think, of a hair salon. Okay, fine. Manager at a call center. Great. I think it'd be hilarious. I don't need to go into more depth than that. Is there like a romance? Are there friendships? What are the other characters? Well, he's hilarious. Like? What's the plot? There's no plot. So it's like Seinfeld. We love that. Yeah. Yeah. Show about nothing. Yeah. Except he's the manager and he's funny and he also gets to yell back at customers sometimes because he's the manager. Is he like a like a Michael Scott or is he like? No, he's a little bit more under control than that, but he's funny all the time. Okay. Okay. So more funny, less workplace harassment. Yeah, <laughs> but a little workplace harassment. Just a, you need a little dash. Of yeah, that. just a little bit, but like it's not totally unwanted. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's my final answer. That's Mike a good drop. answer. I support it. Okay, Kate. I've come up with my idea, but it's not fully original. But Beef. I think this would this would be, I think this would get picked up and hopefully not get canceled. Okay. So. Will Ferrell would be the owner of a funeral home. I love it. And he would be a very honest, honest (laughs) Christian man. And he gets (laughs) caught up in a lot of illegal shit and has to cremate the bodies for (laughs) the local like drug cartel people. I love this. Um, However, this show has already been done a million times and usually the funeral home is just like a side part of the crime show. Um, Also, there's the show on HBO Six Feet Under, which I'm pretty sure is mostly what I just said, except it's not a sitcom. That's a drama. Oh my gosh. So I'm this gonna, is a comedy? Good idea. I am going to send this episode to Will Ferrell so hard. Like can you everywhere really? I can. Absolutely. And I'm okay, going to be like, good. listen, this is a podcast about you. We have a podcast about Will Ferrell and a song about John Hamm. So if Will I need Ferrell those two ever makes meet. like a cameo account, just pay whatever he's charging and just say, don't even make me a cameo. Just, or actually just listen to this podcast we made about you and then send a 30 second response back or correspondence however you oh, wish will Ferrell will, will add you to just love us add me on follow love me us. on OnlyFans will Ferrell <laughs> when he won't even let me follow her OnlyFans <laughs> I don't uh, have an OnlyFans it's okay if you have a secret one I totally support that gotta get that bank well, I hope Will Ferrell Please Listens. pick up these TV shows. But then give us a writing credit. Just a little one. Is there a Will Ferrell know. TV series or something that we haven't seen? Mm, other than being in The Office, I don't know if he was in anything else. My dreams. Is he in... Wait, I, I might be confusing it with another actor, but... Was he in... What's that show called? The one about the president? And the I feel like Will Ferrell was in it. I might be tripping completely. But I think Will Ferrell was in that show. I feel like I noticed that on his IMDb. Hey, when I look up TV TV shows, I see Saturday Night Live, The Office, Eastbound and Down. The West Wing is what I'm thinking of. Was he in The West Wing? (laughs) Not coming up yet. He was in a show called The Spoils of Babylon. He was in Last Man on Earth. I didn't know that. Yes, I did. <laughs> I remember that. That was really funny. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, 
hyperspace. He was in Hercules, the animated series. Oh, there's already so many Will Ferrell movies that I'm seeing here that I want to see that I've never seen. So we definitely have to, we should make this like a, a quarterly can. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I am ready. Every three months we all watch a Will Ferrell movie okay. until we've made our way through all of them. Done. Okay, well, I think it's completely absurd that I thought he was in the West Wing, which is a political drama. You love political dramas. You really do. Like, maybe. I f- I, you when should I, be in no, one. No, you love them. Whenever I think of them, I'm just like, I don't want to. But then, like, when I watch one, I'm like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I've, like, Gabe and I lived together for, like, three years, four years. Until they tragically time. divorced. Yeah, we had a falling out, and now we hate each other. Yeah. Um. But we lived together up until like two months ago and he was always watching political dramas. And when you say that he likes them, he's like, no, I don't. But you're always watching okay. them. Classic dad move. Yeah. Gabe's uh, a dad. But, you know, and I can't say it, but there's a show. OK, this is what I'm going to say. This is all I'm going to say. This is what got me into political dramas and I'm not ashamed. Oh, I, I probably know. should yeah. be. But there's a show that once existed that is extremely good and is one of the best shows I've ever seen, but you're not allowed to watch it anymore. Yeah. Sometimes the art is good and the artist is trash, so. Well, I mean, I have to, everyone else involved, absolutely stellar job. And they still, they still persevered through it and were able to finish the series, which I don't think they, like would have this day and age even though it was only a little while ago um and the conclusion wasn't great but they really tried and i can appreciate that if you weren't into it then i don't think you need to be into it now but there are other new shows that i'm sure will be more relevant as time goes on and political dramas are good next episode we all watch a political drama just kidding i don't want to (laughs) a whole ass series madam secretary I'll um, watch the, the rest wife. of Veep. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Does Parks and Rec count? That's political. Yeah, it's political. I, I watched it all. That is the one I choose. I saw like the first three seasons. I I've, I think I lost access to American Netflix, so I couldn't finish it. Oh, it's on Prime. I have Prime. Hmm. <gasps> Guess what you're doing later. Well, does that wrap it up for today? Yes. I think so. Otherwise, we're going to ramble forever. I love Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, if you listen, I love you. Please, I love you too. I love you more than Rachel loves you. Just kidding. Okay, she, yeah, she is kidding. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Blanket Fort Books. Um, I hope you Rachel. enjoyed your stay. That I did enjoy my stay. My name's Rachel, and you can find me at Abrams Records on Twitter. My name's Gabe, and my Twitter is Board Seed. I am Whitney, and my Twitter is Wit and Wisdoms, and my YouTube channel is Wit and Wisdom. Please subscribe. And also, our official Twitter is at Blanket Fort Books. And no, Blanket, Blanket Fort book. book. I'm so sorry. One book. Don't get confused. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.